hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Carrying Connected Conversations. We are on a roll right now. So excited to be back with you guys. If you don't know, we kind of disappeared for a few months, but we're back. We're at it. We're uploading new episodes every single week. The last two episodes were check-ins. We did a check-in with Angie, what's going on in her life. And then we did a check-in with me, Sydney, and what has been going on in my life kind of like what we're learning, what we're healing through and what we're growing through, which is the point of these connected conversations to share our experiences in a vulnerable way to kind of inspire you guys to also learn and heal and grow. So we really hope that you enjoyed those last two episodes. This is where the structure shifts. So if you've been listening to our uh, podcast for a while now, this is where we really bring in something new and something different. If you don't know, Angie's an expert at something and I, Sydney, am an expert at something. To be honest, guys, listening, you are also an expert at something. You might not realize it, but you are. And I think when we have conversations with people in their expertise, It really broadens our perspective. It opens us up to learning. And so that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be diving into Angie's expertise. She's an expert in all things physical wellness. So that has to do with working out for your body type, nutrition, implementing personal accountability, also embodying self a self-love mindset and creating a routine that supports your lifestyle. So that just gives you kind of a quick glimpse into what she's an expert at. Welcome to Carrying Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. But before I announce today's topic, Angie, what is going on? Say hello. <laughs> Tell me, how are you doing? I love it. I was like, I'm here for this. Well, let's, I'll take the back seat. Let's sit do all the talking. No. <laughs> No, I am doing great. And thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, because I think that will really give um, the listeners a good inside scoop in terms of where my expertise uh, really does lie. Um, Because I know when we started this podcast, we kind of we started with this idea that we're mind, body, soul all together. Right. Like I'm the body aspect. um, You're the soul aspect. And together we're the mind. So I think this. this little bit more in-depth explanation of where I am an expert in all things physical wellness. I think it really helps the the listeners understand it's not just working out. It's not just, you know, nutrition. It really does go above and beyond that. So yeah, thank you for bringing that in, Sid. Yeah, of course. And I I think that that shows why you're the expert. Because those of us that are not experts, me, 
Like, <laughs> we would hear that somebody is a physical trainer and I would just think working out. Like I wouldn't realize that there's actually so much more that goes into it. There's so much more that goes into your physical wellness. So I'm really excited to have these episodes every single month where we tap into your expertise and you kind of teach us something and, and we get to learn through your expertise. And then of course, likewise for you, because next week we are going to be sitting back. Well, I'm going to be sitting back and listening about all things that Sydney is an expert on. So I'm excited for that shift. (laughs) I love it so much. So today's topic specifically, you picked this topic and I'm really excited to know everything that you want to share about this and, and to see if maybe I've got my own opinions on it. The topic for today is lowering your expectations in order to see an increase in your results. What? Lowering your expectations to see an increase in your results? Angie, what does this mean to you? I really want to talk about this idea of weight loss. Okay. Okay. We've all struggled in our time of wanting to lose weight, or maybe it's opposite wanting to gain weight. What I've seen like for myself personally in my life, but also so often in women is that we get so attached to where we want to go that we forget where we're at right now. Okay. So when I'm saying weight loss, like, Oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 15 pounds. What happens is when you become so overconsumed on that end goal, anything less of that end goal that you will obtain is not good enough. Where we talked about two episodes ago is the wounded feminine. Disappointment usually is that number one wound. We get disappointed. We get disappointed and butthurt that, hey, I didn't lose 10 pounds. So I'm a failure. Well, guess I'll just give up on my diet now. There's no sense of continuing, right? We get so caught up in where we're at versus where we're trying to go. Where we're trying to go is not necessarily where we're at and where we're at is not necessarily where we're trying to go. So we get so lost and so confused with the end goal. So this idea of lowering your expectations to see an increase in your results. The reason why I wanted to use one of my clients examples is because she was the one that made this realization. I knew this the whole time, but I had to get her to learn this and understand this for herself. Now, just to rewind a little bit in terms of of where this client of mine is coming from, this client of mine has been with me literally since I started my business over three years ago. Where I started my business is very different to where I'm at now. So where I started my business before was coming from a very teacher perspective. Hey, like this is the things that I want you to learn. I'm going to help you incorporate some of those things into your life. That's where the coaching aspect comes from it. And then of course the integration, which is usually the in-between the programs. So that's how I set it up. And then just this past year, obviously with a huge change in my life, I'm sure for those of our listeners that were listening, I, you will all know I've experienced some major shifts. Um, those of you that do not know, well, I'm not going to sit here and explain, please go back and listen to, I would say like episodes 80 and above. Just listen and, to them all. Yeah, or listen, listen to them all. Listen to them all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so like where where we, I was at a year ago now is I decided to no longer do group programs because it took a lot of my energy and I did not have any energy or enough energy to support that. So I wanted to do it from a place of how can I show up in my maximum supportive energy? And what that is was to show up twice a week where I was the personal trainer. And then once, so that would be four times, uh, sorry, 
eight times if I can do math. <laughs> eight I times. So I was agreeing. Yeah. With you. You're like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So eight times in a month, I'm showing up, I'm doing the personal training component of it. So like the training aspect of it and the one time a month. So this is the last Saturday of every single month I go into the integration. Okay. So this is either what the client wants to know or what I think the client needs to know based off of what I've seen. Cause we always do little check-ins before our personal training sessions and keep in mind, these are group personal training sessions. These are not one-on-one. So this program is, um, it's my fit and free membership. So it's available for anybody. If you are wondering, it's $40 a month to come in. Um, details, of course, send me a DM. I'll be more than happy to explain all that. Um, so anyways, while I shamelessly promote myself, <laughs> um, the idea now where it comes from is getting a good understanding of where I want to see this, this client progress. So earlier on in the year, so this is from January until May, where I wanted the the calls to go and the direction where I was seeing the progress of my client was that she was really wanting to get focused on weight loss. Mm -hmm. So what I had to do was teach somebody about weight loss and how I had to teach them about weight loss is to do things backwards. Okay. So reverse engineering is another way that I like to explain it. So let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. Well, let's get into the science of it. How fast can you lose a pound? Well, in a week, healthily to lose healthy fat, it's anywhere from one to two pounds. So if you reverse engineered that you're looking at anywhere from five to 10 weeks, it's going to lose. It's going to take for you to lose 10 pounds. Okay. So that's what reverse engineering looks like. Now you figured out the timeline of five to 10 weeks. Let's just call it 10 weeks. Okay. What are you going to be doing every single one of those weeks? What are you going to be doing every single day in those weeks? Okay. Now what comes into every single day is where are those thoughts? How are they lying? How are they impacting you? What things from your lifestyle are you doing or not doing that is going to support your long-term weight loss goal? So it's looking at it big picture, but then narrowing it down smaller and smaller and smaller. So that's why I talk about creating a routine that supports your lifestyle, because every body and every person is going to have a different life, even though they still all want to lose 10 pounds. Well, realistically, how can losing 10 pounds work for you in your life? So what we did is we reverse engineered that we focused every single month in terms of what worked well from the previous month and then what didn't work well from last month. And then what we're going to be focusing on for each month. So we did that for about three or four months. And we realized the weight that she wanted loss wasn't gone. In my eyes, it was, but in her eyes, it wasn't. So what we decided to do was completely change how we're looking at things. I said, okay, we're still going to focus on weight loss, except we're not, you're not going to tell me that you want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. We're not going to do that. What we're going to do is we're going to set some baseline standards, some minimums in order for you to reach these minimums. When you've reached these minimums, that means big picture, you've got the, te- the check in the box. So if you were like to zoom into that, you didn't fail, you did it, right? So in terms of that on a week by week basis, that's what we were focusing on. Now, every second week, what we decided to focus on is doing weigh-ins and check-ins. And what that meant was you were to physically measure yourself around your chest, around your waist, around your hips, around your glutes, and then just for fun around your arms, your thighs, and then calves, if you really want to get into that uh, nitty gritty stuff. And you also weigh yourself. So you do this first thing in the morning, every single two weeks. And she has been doing this first thing in the morning, every single two weeks since, well, it's now been 10 weeks. She's been doing this. And funny enough, (laughs) we had our celebration call 
Um, it was another monthly check-in just a couple weeks ago. And she goes, uh, Angie, can you just look at my numbers for a second? And I was like, oh, we're going to start off the call like this. Okay. Looked at her numbers. What did she end up doing? She lost more than 10 pounds. Like what? My mind is blown. And the reason I'm using this real life example is because the expectations were finally lowered. Mm. And now she's seeing an increase in her results because Mm. the expectations are no longer set around. I want to lose 10 pounds. That was never the, that was never the expectation in the end goal. I mean, it, it, it is, yes, it inevitably is, but it's not the only end goal. Cause the end goal is to feel good every single day of your life. How can you feel good at the end of every single day? How can you feel good at the end of every single week? Well, you got to focus on things, big picture. So keeping track of your results helps you remove the pressure in wanting to see more results. So when you're lowering those expectations, you're allowing yourself to see more results And your body's going to be performing inevitably to what you wanted it to perform like in the first place. But as long as you stop focusing so much on, I just want to lose 10 pounds when in in reality, it wasn't about just losing 10 pounds. It's, I want to feel good in my body. I want to fit into my old clothes. I want to, I want to do these things. Well, she started to do these things intentionally. And the more often she did those things intentionally, the more often she was seeing results. I'm really glad that you took the time to really explain that example. It's interesting too, because I have a list of questions that I wanted to ask you. And and one of them was, give me an example. And another one was, how does it impact your clients? And I think that you really answered those, all three of those questions. I'm a spiritual mentor. So my expertise is very much an energy and, and a lot of people who don't agree with this would call it woo woo. uh, But and everything is energy, it, even mm-hmm. in, in scientific terms, everything is energy. So your mindset is energy. And so what you explained, obviously tapping into my own expertise, I look at that very much in an energy aspect. I look at the yes. emotions. I look at the thoughts. I look at like your, your spirit, your, your, um, sense of being in how you're moving through that. And so When you talk about lowering your expectations in order to see an increase in results, I immediately go, oh, this makes a lot of sense because your expectations are on an end result and it's very action oriented and it's very, I will be happy when I will, I will feel free when, whereas in the work that I do, it's very much focused on well, why are you delaying your happiness? Why are you limiting what brings you joy? Or, and a lot of the work that I do is, well, you can only feel free in the present moment. The Mm. future will never happen, right? Because when you get to the future, it's the present moment. So if you can't feel free now, then how will you feel free then? And so the way that you described this and how you broke it down to, actionable steps of not just every two weeks weighing yourself and measuring yourself, but you also said like, this is how you can show up on a daily basis. Like in your, in your uh, physical training, you were like, Hey, this is what we're working on. Cause it, being somebody who's not a physical wellness expert and you say someone's losing weight. One of the things that I learned th- from you, I believe is that that muscle weighs more than fat. 
So this idea of losing weight, it kind of is contradicting because if you're working out in a specific way, you're adding muscle. So I love that you said the the measuring of yourself, because rather than being focused on a physical number that is subjective in that you're also teaching your client the way that you feel in the way that you look is more important because look at these steps that you're taking. Like, are you drinking more water? What is the food that you're eating and how does it make you feel? How does it energize you versus deplete you? Yes. I think if I explain it this way, it might resonate a little bit more. I have never used a goal board ever in my life or a vision board for those of you that might know it as that because I found that it always put me in this energy of lack. Like, well, I still don't have that. It's like, you're, you're so focused on that end result, but then you're so focused on the fact that you don't have it. So you're never really enjoying the process along the way. So what I mean by lowering your expectations is stop focusing that you need to lose 10 pounds. Cause what the hell is 10 pounds going to do? Okay. 10 pounds is not what's going to give you that happiness. As you explained, you're not gonna be happy in the future. You're going to be happy now. So learn how to be happy now. The other part of it too, is when you're doing these measurements every single two weeks, guess what that allows you to do? It allows you to embody a self-love mindset. How? Because it forces you to have to look at yourself. It forces you to have to put that tape measure around your naked body to do it in front of a mirror so you can see what's happening. You're not going to see it physically every single two weeks because you look the same. You look at yourself every single day in the mirror, but what you where you can see the difference is the numbers that you wrote down. All that you're doing is collecting data on your life and Mm -hmm. focusing on the data. You're not focusing on the weight loss. You're focusing on the data. When you're Mm -hmm. focusing on the data, you're focusing on the present. When you're focusing on the present, you're creating more intentionality. You're not focusing so much on what hasn't happened yet. You're focusing on what you're doing presently in the moment. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it, it does. It's, and what you said there really resonates in that energy of, you know, what you feel is what you attract back. Like the energy that you carry is what you attract back. And so it sounds like you're really working with your client um, more on the mindset and the way she sees herself and the way that she uh, uh, perceives the physical training and Mm -hmm. the losing weight. And, you know, you said that that energy of lack, I still don't have that immediately goes into comparison. And we don't necessarily need to be comparing ourselves to other people. We're comparing ourselves to where we are versus where we want to be. And in a lot of that, that produces disappointment. It produces frustration. It produces judgment and it produces shame because we're so focused on where we want to be that when we see that we're not there, like you said, we say lack, we say I'm not there and we get down on ourselves. And so I love how you're giving her step-by-step tools of what actions to take in order to reach the result eventually, but it's not about reaching the result. It's just about taking the action steps and it's about focusing on how can I love myself in this process, right? And and seeing your body every single day and, and creating a mindset that is more focused on love. And you're do, if you're doing the work and you're feeling good in the process, the numbers, you will produce the numbers. That is law of attraction. That is saying I am aligned. I feel good. And I'm taking action 
So I'm, I'm going to attract that energy back. I'm going to attract the, the dad is going to prove to me that I am doing the work. Right. But like you said, in that, when you're just focused on the 10 pounds, you're not actually seeing the data. You're not getting the proof. You're not getting that, that confirmation. Right. So I think this is super important too, with, with the process. So well, well, two things, number one, we talked about, like, we talked about data. We also talked about, um, how, um, sorry, muscle weighs more than fat. I I really want to talk about that for a second, because I think a lot of women get confused or misconstrued when the, the number on the scale changes. So because things are changing inside of you proportionally, sometimes that weight on the scale might not change. So when we look at the data, sometimes you'll notice that the weight for weeks stays the same, but all the other numbers change. That's because sometimes your body might not be in a place to lose weight, but your body's in a place to move the weight. And that to me is progress because as long as you are seeing your anywhere from your, your midsection down to your glutes, if you're seeing that number go down, that's showing that there is significant change in your body, which is your most important part, whereas your, your female organs. Cause unfortunately for us women, we like to hold on weight there. Why? Because we're trying to protect all of our reproductive organs. So unfortunate for us, that's why the weight packs on, on our bellies and our glutes, our midsection, because that is just our body trying to, to safeguard that. Mm. So it's, if anything, it's our body's trying to protect us. So if we can at least understand that the weight is shifting rather than being quote unquote lost, Mm. it's not that it's a bad thing that it's the same number. It's just for you to see like, Hey, the weight is just moving. And when it's done making its movements, then it's going to leave you when it no longer needs to stay on you anymore. Mm, That's really powerful. That's I'm really glad that you shared that because I think that that's going to help a lot of people and myself included, um, kind of understand your, our physical body a little bit more, especially as women. Because I know like your gift in being an expert in physical wellness is not just telling people like, here's what you do to lose the weight. You are really good working with people personally, like one-on-one and in group format, but really getting clear at like, like knowing your client's lifestyle and knowing your client's body type, right? Because I think that that's something really important. You said that as women, like if you weigh yourself every day, go ahead, but you might not be, you know, feel shifts. And immediately for me being the spiritual mentor, I go, well, yeah, because like as women we're affected by the moon cycle. And Mm. so like our sleep patterns, our emotions, our energy is not meant to be consistent. Right. So, so that would kind of translate into our body as well. We could like lose weight really quickly, but like, was that water weight? Was that like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's about not relying on the number on the scale to find a sense of pride or to Mm -hmm. congratulate yourself. Right. So in saying all of this and, and maybe wrapping up this, this topic in a beautiful way, what would be your top two tips, whether it's, you know, someone's focused on body weight or, and and maybe that's the example you want to continue to go with. um, But what would be your top two tips for this that people maybe can start to practice in their own life? 
Totally. So before I I even do that too, I want to kind of share out a little fun fact for everybody, because if you are someone that weighs yourself every single day, again, continue on with it. But I want you to remind yourself that as us women, we do fluctuate three to five pounds every single day. So if you're measuring yourself at inconsistent times, meaning in the morning and the nighttime, you're going to weigh three to five pounds heavier than you would in the morning. So if you are going to weigh yourself, just keep in mind when you're weighing yourself to keep it consistent. Mm. And the best time is right after you go to the washroom, ladies, first thing in the morning before you eat anything. So that is when you will be at your lowest. But to kind of answer your question there, Sid, one thing or well, two things to focus on. I very heavily believe in mindset and the mindset in terms of where are your thoughts. So what we what you do outside of our one on one time together, let's say you and I just had a uh, an hour workout and then I'm not going to see you until tomorrow. Well, what are you going to do for the other 23 hours of the day? Where are your thoughts so heavily concentrated on? Are you so focused on, oh my God, my clothes don't fit or, oh my God, look at that flab every time you pass by a mirror, your reflection. If you are not conscientious of where your thoughts are on an every single day basis, it's going to be a lot harder for you to get to where you're wanting to go because you're so you're, it's almost like you're distracting yourself from the end result, focusing on all those negative thoughts. So the first thing to really get super clear on is where your thoughts are are lying. And if you are finding that there's a lot of negative talk, I highly encourage my clients to write it down and write it down subjectively. Don't write it down. Like I am fat. Like, you know, just saying today I was, I had a thought that I was overweight. That's very different than I am right. When you're putting those, I am statements to it. Cause then it attaches you to, to those negative thoughts. So being super crystal clear on your, on your thoughts and understanding how that's impacting your day is going to help you see your success. The next thing to that is routine. If you do not have a routine as in a baseline. So like I said earlier with my client's example, we have a baseline. It's to work out twice a week and to get a walk in, and then you can start focusing on the mindset. But if, if there is no baseline, then it's almost like, well, what's the point of even working out anyways? Yeah. You want to lose 10 pounds, but you don't even have a baseline. You have no structure. Like and that's where you end up getting lost. So, mm. so I hope that kind of answers. I know it's not a very specific answer. Everybody's different, right? Every, everybody has a different lifestyle. So, and I think that that answer actually works perfectly because the topic is lowering your expectations to see an increase in results. And so the two tips that you gave us are, are about focusing on what you can do right now not about focusing on your expectations and how you can reach them. Right. So what we can do right now is work on our mindset, which really ties in that self-love, which I know is something that, that you really coach your clients through is learning to love yourself and however you are in this moment. So, and Mm -hmm. I'm always talking about thoughts and how it's important to understand our thoughts and bring awareness into them. So I love that. That's kind of the first focus is really paying attention to where your thoughts are. And then the second focus or the second tip that you provided is just getting really clear on your routine in a sense, like what is the baseline of how you show up for your physical wellness? Mm-hmm. How are you taking care of yourself? Because if you're not taking care of yourself, lowering your expectations is not going to give you an increased result, right? So I love that. Is there anything before we wrap things up? Is there anything that you kind of want to leave us on um, with this topic? 
I just want to preface the example that I gave. So this is one of my clients examples. And now I want you to just be mindful that there are other things that are taken into consideration in terms of why weight loss has been such a focus for us. Whenever you are so focused on losing weight, what happens is you're adding stress to your body from like a physiological standpoint. Okay. So you can't physically see the stress, but how you physically see the stress is that number on the scale. And what I mean by that is when your cortisol re- levels raise, when your stress is increased, there's this term water retention where you're holding on to extra weight or water weight. And that water weight happens to stay on you as much as your stress or the cortisol levels are increased. So when you can start lowering that stress, which is lowering the stress of needing to lose 10 pounds, you're ending up lowering your cortisol levels, which inevitably helps you lose weight. Now, keep in mind, you as a woman might be going through menopause, you might be going through some hormone shifts from a pregnancy, whatever it is. But keep in mind that because us women, unfortunately, have to deal with so many hormonal things, that also has a direct correlation with your weight. So if you're so focused on the weight itself, and you're not focusing on like the hormonal side of your, of your life and of your body, you're not going to take that into consideration. You're going to end up just raising your cortisol levels to the point where you're not going to lose any weight. And if anything, you're going to start gaining weight. So I just wanted to kind of preface that just in case you are somebody that is struggling in their weight loss journey is don't stress about the weight loss. Maybe it's time to go seek a doctor and maybe it's time to figure out maybe there are some hormonal imbalances and hopefully that can help you guys get a lot clearer and concise in your weight loss journey. Right. Right. I think that's perfect. So everyone listening, if um, your physical wellness is important to you and and you want to start working on it or you are working on it, but you feel like things are not moving along message Angie, let her know what your baseline is. Or if you don't even know what your baseline should be for your lifestyle, uh, message Angie, she's going to help you out. And and I just want to point out that if you don't have a baseline of what you're working on and your thoughts are centered around criticizing yourself and what you look like, then you're not moving anywhere. Whereas if you have a baseline, the moment that those thoughts creep in, you get to say to yourself, oh, I I worked out once already this week and I've got my other workout scheduled. I'm doing work. I'm shifting the energy and I'm really proud of myself for that. Yes, that is it. See, you started to lower your expectations and now you see the results. Bing, bang, boom. (laughs) I love it so much. And you asking about baseline gets me thinking like, Oh damn, maybe I gotta, maybe I gotta check myself here. (laughs) Maybe I gotta gotta do something. (laughs) Hey, remember Um, every lifestyle is different because you listen to this episode. I would be more than happy to help you figure out what your baseline is by doing a 30 minute clarity call. So if this does interest you, send me a DM so that we are at least walking away with something that actually is in accordance with your lifestyle, because maybe working out doesn't sound good for you. That's fine. You don't need to work out. I can still show you ways for you to still take care of yourself physically. So I just wanted to give that little gift to you guys. And yeah, perfect. I love it. So not only do we get tips, not only do we better understand 
how to lose 10 pounds or more specifically lower our expectations so we can see those results, um, we can connect with you. And I think the people listening, like you guys will know if you feel called to take her up on that offer. So wrapping up things here, thank you so much, Ange, for sharing this. This has really expanded my perspective on what it means to take care of your physical wellness and like really provided like clear tips, clear advice, how to start showing up in a healthier way, healthier mindset for our physical wellness. I want to thank everyone for listening and for being here. This is our first episode of sharing our expertise on something. So let us know, send us a message. What did you like about it? Or send us message on questions like ask Angie, what do you want to know? What do you want to hear from her about physical wellness, nutrition, self-love, all of the things that she is an expertise on, because that's going to give us great ideas of what kind of topics to bring to the podcast. Next week, uh, we are going to be diving into my expertise of being a spiritual mentor and an intuitive guide. And I love talking about emotional wellness as well. And so interestingly enough, even though I'm not a therapist or a counselor, I have my own ways and my own experiences of helping people and healing people. And I think it's really important to feel, you know, what's right for you and who you want to work with or who you want to learn from. Anyways, the expertise that I'm going to be bringing next week is about removing trauma bonding from your relationships as an empath. So if you feel like in some of your relationships, you've been trauma bonding with your friends or your family members, and you want to remove that aspect of your relationship, this is the episode to listen to. Honestly, I am pretty excited to hear about removing the trauma bond because I I have so many questions on this. So without jumping into it, um, I'm going to leave it here and I'm going to bring it to you guys. Don't forget to hit that rating button. Leave us a review. Let us know what you loved, what you want to see more of, what you want to know more of. And we'd be more than happy to share that with you. So yeah, thank you everybody for listening in to my expertise and I'm excited to hear all about yours next week Sid yes thank you so much we are going to send you all so much love and we are going to leave you here we'll be chatting at you next week so for now bye everyone bye bye